Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch. I'm Ashley LeBlanc, the Executive Director of Little Bird Marketing. And our guest today is someone really special that I am so excited to have on because you all know her and we have participated in so many Insights Association events and they're honestly some of our favorites. So Melanie Courtright will be joining me today. She is the CEO of the Insights Association and as the leading voice resource and network of the market research and data analytics community, the Insights Association helps its members create competitive advantage by investing in quality standards, legal and business advocacy, education, certification, and direct support that enables its members to thrive in an evolving industry and drive business impact. Welcome to the show, Melanie. Thank you very much. I'm always so Uh, humbled and amazed that people continue to want to hear my voice, but thank you so much. I love um, the listeners. I love the industry and, and I just, uh, everyone who knows me know I still have so much to say. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And especially after, I mean, after this year, right? Because you are already so knowledgeable on the industry and, and these events and really connecting people within um, the market research and insights industry. But 2020 kind of threw you guys a curveball. And I mean, you had to change strategy, you had to change events. So uh, I know our listeners are eager to hear what you have to say about what's happened over this past year. Um, so let's kind of kick off and, and let's, let's pretend our listeners, maybe they don't know about insights association, like why, why choose insights association and specifically why the local chapters, maybe you can talk a little bit about that breakdown. Yeah, great. Thank you. So if you don't know the Insights Association brand, my guess would be because you didn't um, really follow the merger that happened about three years ago. So just really quickly, um, three, three and a half, well, almost four years ago now, uh, the Insights Association was formed by the merger of the Marketing Research Association and CASRO. The Marketing Research Association was very much about conferences and events and um, code of ethics and uh, certification, while CASRA was very much about advocacy, legislation, um, leadership at the C-suite. And so they offered slightly different things, and they came together at the beginning of 2017 to be a united, fully functioning trade association in the United States. We certainly also have global members. If you think about the United States, it's over half of all research done globally is done in the U.S. And so when you think about that $80 billion research and analytics sector, the U.S. is over half of that, 53%. So what happens in the U.S. is often mirrored um, in other parts of the world. So while we're a U.S. trade association, we have a really important global role. And, And so when we stood, when they, the founders of the Insights Association back in the day, stood this up, it was with the goal of having everything in one place that we would need to help support a really important insights industry in the United States. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a rich history. And I, I love the way that Insights Association is set up because globally and even nationally, you guys put on these amazing events and you do such a good job of connecting people. But then locally, 
your chapters are so active. And, and so I want to hear a little bit about those, like how many chapters, how do people get involved in those chapters and, and what does that look like? Yeah, today there are 12 chapters. There are 11 local chapters all over the U.S. And then there is um, um, international chapter as well. So there are chapters in Philly and Mid-Atlantic and SoCal and Southwest and New York and Canada, and then an international chapter. And so the, the local chapters are really about where you can get your hands-on involvement. You can meet people in your neighborhood, in your uh, local cities, and actually form really close families and connections. I actually got started working with the Insights Association when it was the Marketing Research Association mm-hmm. by volunteering on one of the, on the Southwest board. Uh, Alice Butler, uh, recruited me along with Jamie Pulley uh, and talked me into attending. And then they talked me into volunteering. And then they talked me into running for the local <laughs> board. And then I went on the leadership track, which is a pretty long commitment. If you don't follow the leadership track, you become a director at large for two years. And then you become a secretary or a, or a treasurer. And then you become a, a vice president. And then you become chair president. And then you become immediate past president. So it's like a four to six or seven year. Wow. In, because then you also do past president association and these people become family. And that's what we're looking for with the chapters, local events that have that local flair, local feel, but also much deeper connections and the, and where the real uh, family feeling develops at the local level. Right. And that's the way it works, right? You get one foot in the door, you get, you get kind of invested and then someone pulls you in deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and honestly, that's where the authenticity of it comes, right? Like a true genuine appreciation for the organization that you're a part of. And I know that you, over the years, you've seen the impact both personally and I'm sure professionally across the board of the Insights Association. So then, uh, you know, wanting to give that back to other people, that is just, that's such an important thing. And honestly, it's the way that the industry pushes forward. So we, yeah. And if you haven't served on one of the boards, it's such a great opportunity to learn about business too, because each of these chapters, they run like a micro business. Mm -hmm. They have their own bank accounts. They have their own treasurer. They have their own, uh, P&L statements. So you're learning how to run meetings, Robert's rules of, rules of order. You're really learning about business and you're getting some really important skills that are portable into the rest of your career. And, and then when you've done really well at the chapter level, you can start leaning into the national roles. So it is, it's a really good opportunity to create family, to advance the sector and to develop your own skill set. It, wow, it is yeah. the perfect little model. And so as people are thinking through kind of this next year in, in ways that they're going to invest their their time, their resources, their people, their money, you know, all of the above. What makes um, what makes Insights Association different than other industry organizations? Well, what I would say is that the Insights Association is a true trade association. And what I mean by that is we're here for no profit for the sole purpose of supporting, protecting, and advancing and growing the research and insights and data analytics sector in the U.S. and abroad. And so we do that by um, by four pillars of value, protect, connect, inform, and promote. And so that first piece, protect, 
It is so important. And going into 2021, our advocacy and legislative agenda is massive and has the opportunity to truly protect the industry in ways we haven't had to face in years. So we're looking into things like AB 2257 and standing up a coalition in California that protects how our research participants are classified under labor law. And if we don't do that well, labor law could crush research in California. And if that rolls out across the nation, it could crush crush national research. That's just one area. We're doing TCPA uh, and amicus briefs. We're doing federal privacy law, progress on how the government will view dialers, the potential for um, businesses financially hurt by the pandemic, reactions to the decennial census results, new standards, deepening data and privacy legislation, and so much more. We're doing all of these things to make sure that the legislators who rightfully don't know a thing about our industry, they don't need to know. We need to know about it and we need to inform their laws. And that's what the Insights Association does. We also do certification standards, to uh, ISO 20252, ISO 27001, a new standard to replace privacy shield between for data transfers between the US and other nations, especially the European Union. So no one else is doing that. And we, we want to, we love it. We want to protect the industry from laws that are written without an understanding of the impact on our industry. And then of course, inform publications, what size is our industry? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? Where is it growing? Also publications around diversity. How are we doing on diversity and inclusion, women, races, gender? How are we doing as a as a workforce and how are we doing in our research? Are we being unbiased? I could keep talking. So I'm going to just say a couple more things. Yeah, go for it. Then on the inform, uh, uh, sorry, excuse me. Then on the promote, the t- we're going to have all new event concepts next year. You're right, Ashley. We had to completely reinvent our events this year. We're going to have to do it again next year. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to rethink the event structure and go towards something that is never completely in person again, and maybe never completely virtual again, something that's hybrid. And that involves those wonderful chapters we just talked about. So imagine a conference that has a massive in-person event somewhere in a big city, but that it also has mirror in-person events at the local chapters. And that is also offered digitally and virtually so that the democratization of content can keep pushing out to people like project managers who don't necessarily get to travel or have an expense report budget. And so something that is in touching the entire U.S. all at once, we're, we're thinking about that, as well as sponsorship models. What worked last year? We have an amazing member base, and they were very supportive. They helped us. They sponsored the events. But they were also open with us that everything wasn't quite as good as they'd like it to be. So we're going to have to continue to think about how do those events evolve? How does the sponsorship opportunities evolve? How do the financial models evolve? We have to completely rethink everything again in 2021. Yeah. And what's really incredible, I mean, what I hear you saying, too, is is by someone joining Insights Association, so much more than just connection, right? It's so much for more than just moving your business forward. It's about moving the whole industry forward. And by joining Insights Association, you 
as yourself, you as your business, you may not be able to make these key changes in the industry, but by joining forces and, you know, joining really your team who already is moving so quickly in that direction, you do get to be part of that impact in a structure that's already created and that's already moving, which I absolutely love. That's exactly right. And if I can take just a minute to say, you know, I love our members. They're committed and supportive and we're connected to them in in deep emotional ways. But there are lots of other companies out there that should be members. And we, as an association, we do a lot with what we have, but we're underfunded when you think about the amount of advocacy that we need to be able to do in our space, because less than half of the top 50 are actually members of the association at this point. We need the other top 50 companies to join with us for their own benefit, the benefit of their company, but mostly for the benefit of the industry. And so that their joining can help us fund the very events and advocacy uh, agenda that are helping them grow their own businesses. So you're right. It grows the industry. It grows their business and it creates those connections. And we really need everyone to lean in and help us because otherwise we, we're simply, we're underfunded for the amount of work that we could do. Okay. So it sounds like you you guys learned a lot from 2020 and you made a lot of changes. Um, so take a second, maybe, maybe uh you know, brief the audience on some of those key things that you guys learned or some of those big challenges that you faced, and then maybe pivot and talk a little bit about what's coming in 2021. So one of the wonderful things that we learned was how agile our industry can be. When the pandemic hit in early March, immediately people started pivoting to online. Everything started to move quickly. Events started to move. Research started to move. The types of data that people use started to move. And the industry players started to collaborate beautifully. So things that they said they would never move online, moved online. Data that they thought they would never put hands on, they started to combine. So they, the industry was very, very agile. But the other, another thing that we learned is that our industry has a bit of a language problem. So we, I just said intentionally that the industry was agile, but there's this term called agile research. When we were talking in some of our... Um, roundtables with buyers and and suppliers, buyers and sellers, um, clients and partners, however you want to call it. One of the things we talked about was what does agile mean? And we heard the buyers say very clearly, the brands, that to them, agile means something different than what they think that they're getting from the technology companies that are providing, if you could see me, I'm using air quotes, agile research. Um, And so when we talk about agile research, what brands tend to think it means is Um, quite iterative, collaborative, and continuous learning. What suppliers and sellers seem to think it means is this process of, you know, sprints, two weeks on and a week off, three weeks on and a week off. That's not what brands are looking for. So as an industry, one of the things we've learned in 2021 is that we have a dialogue, a, a language, a communication gap. As an industry, we use lots of terms, all in different ways. We talk about ROI differently. We talk about methods differently. Our language is more of a disconnector than a connector. And so looking forward to 2021, we're going to see more continued evolution and more agility as an industry, but we're also going to need to to confront two core issues. One is this language problem that we have, and two is the recovery of in-person research. We're going to have to help that part of our sector recover. They've been hit the hardest and they 
are important to our space, not just from a membership and a family and a size of the industry perspective, but from the type of data and insights that they provide cannot be replaced. And so if, if we in 2021, while managing new events and managing our advocacy agenda, also confront the language problem and help in-person research recover, it will be a wildly successful 2021. Wow. Yeah. And and I mean, I think those are things that on that are on everyone's minds right now. Really, it's when when we've been surveying or talking to people about 2021, those are those are the key thing, things that people feel, you know, the industry needs to either improve on or focus on as we move into this next year. So it's incredible to hear about how Insights Association really learned from challenges in 2020 and how they plan to address those in 2021. Okay, let's, you've kind of teased a little bit about events that may be coming in 2021. Is there anything you can tell us about events or different connection pieces, whether it's roundtables, what's coming for for this next year? Well, the first thing I'll say, the first thing you'll see from us is for us to begin talking about the new CEO Summit. So, you know, we've done CEO summits first for years now Uh, with the pandemic. We're going to have to pivot on those a little bit. And so there's a surprise coming for the CEO summits coming in the first quarter. Uh, So be on the watch for that. The second thing I'll mention is we have a brand new event that we've scheduled for March 9th and 10th. It's a qual event. We believe we're going to call it the Y event. If you'll remember, we had a new event in 2020 called the X event. It's about UX, CX, human understanding, all the um, X's coming together and being more tightly woven into our insights process. So um, following up on the X event, we're going to do the Y event. And it's about the why of human behavior, understanding human beings, understanding why they do the things they do, what their values are, what's driving their decision-making, um, but very much a qual event. We're going to talk a lot about um, in-person research and how it's evolved, digital research for qual and how it's evolved and what the next two to three years look like as much as we can, because, you know, what we learned is that one year can change the whole landscape. Uh, And so as much as we can foresee the future right now, the Y event is going to be foreseeing qual for the next couple of years. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then next year, we will continue the next conference in May. We'll have the X event again in August, which we hope might be able to be in person. Um, CRC in October, which will be in person unless something changes and then converge. Then we'll continue our town halls and our job fairs. I'm really excited about what has happened with the job fairs. Every month now we have a job fair with hundreds of people who are between jobs and we have companies that are hiring and we come together and we talk not just about the opportunities, but what a a great resume looks like, what a great cover letter looks like, what people are uh, using as their Uh, hiring criteria, and just encouraging the between job workforce to stay with it and not be discouraged. And so if you haven't, if you're listening to this, and you are hiring, or you're between jobs, and you haven't participated, those are free to job seekers, and they contain an immense amount of value. And I hope that you'll join. Okay. So if someone wants to learn more about joining membership or or just learn more about the Insights Association, where can they find more information? Well, the first thing I always say is you can always send me an email, send me a text message, find me on LinkedIn. I am happy to engage with anyone, melanie.courtright at insightsassociation.org. And then, uh, you know, I always, people are surprised, but I give out my mobile number, 972-533-2696. 
books, send me a text message, give me a call, but also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Melanie Courtright. But then, you know, also just go to our website um, and then go to be a member and then choose that you want to be an individual member or a company member. And under individual, it will give you the opportunity if you're between jobs to have a free membership, if you're a student to have a free membership, if you're a professor to have a free membership. Um, And if you are a professional in a company that is not a member, then it'll let you join as an individual. If your company is a member, you are a member. Many people don't really understand that. And if your company is a member and you're not taking advantage of the benefits and you're really missing out. So, um, but if you, if you click join as an individual and we see that your company is a member, we'll correct that for you uh, and, uh, and get you all set up with your already paid for membership through your company. Great. Well, I will make sure that links to your website happen in the show notes. That way people can just click and go straight there. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us today. I know people are going to get so much from this conversation, especially as they're geared start turning and have been turning as we look at 2021. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. We need everyone as a part of the community. So please uh, find an opportunity to join us in the fight, in the family, and in the expansion of the sector. Uh, the, one of the, the only reason that we work is because of the immense amount of volunteers and members that help us succeed in our agenda. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And from all of us at Little Bird Marketing, we hope you have a fantastic day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.